Boom. Y'all know how it's going down. Skip. UTP. Nolazine. Boom. giving you all your flowers while you're here and you can smell them because you know have the news you, you you got weed flowers that was you just said you got weed no, flowers i got the weed flowers i'm gonna give you <laughs> <laughs> give you, just, you know there's some flowers you can smell but they ain't weed give me the flowers you can smoke if anybody will get my flowers i smoke half ounces and ounces <laughs> but you know and with the news and the you know and, and like other media outlets paint you know it was a picture of like uptown kind of crazy but like every year but you give you know toys and bikes to the kids and you that can do so much i'm like for the community beside the rap oh oh so well, I'm, i understand what you're trying to say uh the target away and the give backs we give that be it's a whole crew of me it ain't just me but you're a part of it it's my, i'm a part of it i'm a part of it i'm a part of it, I'm a part of it. we really be trying to get back to the people and keep it all fresh change the aura of the spot everybody know how the spot was we just trying to change the aura of the spot. I'm over there every day. Swing through, show love, 3400 South Claiborne, man. Ain't what y'all think it is. Gotcha. And we just had MC Spud here last week. And <laughs> he actually talked about you, you know. He's like, cool, like he said, man, you know, you put the Fisher name in for the world here. Ain't he, nobody he really said Fisher nationwide, but, yeah. But he also said, you might don't know that. He actually was one of the people to help your mom move out the Fisher Project. Oh, he probably was. My mom got to be Yes, nigga, I'm Fisher Project. Like a throwback. Hindi, dark side. 2010 Hindi 3.8. I want the Fisher and I want the Landry, man. I want the Fosha and Landry. So, like, how was it like, like, in Holly Grove in the Fisher? Like, does anything, like, separate them? It, it totally different. Totally different. I, I tell my partners them all the time. The fishing was more physical, way more physical. You're going to have way more fights. Just fights for nothing, just more physicality. The strongest winning the fishing, you the strongest, the most chaotic. That that normally be, be the rule of, of the higher ranking kind of class, but whereas in uh, like Holly Grove, it's the, like the thinker, the best thinker. You got a lot of mind manipulation going on in Holly Grove. You got to be mentally strong. They'll whoop you mentally. You won't even know you're getting whooped. You could be strong as shit, but getting whooped mentally in Holly Grove. Holly Grove another kind of animal. Like... I didn't know it like I had to do a little more research that you know I didn't know Cash Money used to be this in Holly Grove in the seventeen. I'm here, man. No, I just yeah, I'm starting to see a lot of interviews. Like I say, but guess what? I, I heard the songs, but I didn't really pay that much mind because I ain't from there. Cause you know how it was back in the, the streets was the streets. Streets ain't care what no rap was saying. Streets know what the streets doing for sure, for sure. And they know how Holly Grove running through here. We wasn't even playing at all in no form or fashion. But they were more talking about like the rapper. It was some rapper beef. It wasn't really like they wanted just the 17 wall because we wasn't playing like that at all. But they had some rappers from the 17 that they was into so that, since they was from that wall. They were saying, and them rappers were saying like, fuck the third wall and shit. They went pissed all on Six and Barone and everything. Took and put on the album cover and shit. So it was, it was like that. It wasn't like they were just shitting on 17. We don't get down like that, my nigga. That's the false narrative like a motherfucker. Hey, because like, even Lil Wayne said, you know, Hey, but this hood was, you know, you know, they was mad at him for like, you know, juvenile songs, you know, they was dissing the 17 and everything like that. And, he, and like, you know, like I didn't really pay attention to like. I, I, what you say about the 17? Well, 
they got like like Julie didn't actually say the words, but like 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 oh, like it was like you know Pigeon Town Holly Grove can't like like it's like a little song. That was like, UNL beef, UNL beef with the part of the crime beef. Hey, but it probably was a part of that beef too. But I'm talking about like it's a song. It's like it sounds like kids talking. On like on that third wall, soldier. It's everything like you know, like bloggers coming and they picked that and they're out. They're picking it out now, and like Pete Moses is like a director. Like yeah, it, it was a thing that you know a lot of parts didn't didn't actually mess with the whole seventeen from uptown. Oh wow! But maybe you was an official around there. No, no, I was in Hollywood. <laughs> they were reaching. They were reaching. Yeah, they wasn't on shit on Hollywood like that. We were swinging. He wasn't tripping. We was swinging all the time. Nigga still swinging. Nigga know about Holly Girl. Ain't no secret. Ain't no nigga wasn't. Nigga wasn't really heavy rapping Holly Girl. Nigga was in the streets. Nigga ain't got to. Wayne was a Holly Girl rapper. We liked the Wayne because he said Holly Girl first nationwide. Like the Fisher Love Me was saying the Fisher first. Wayne was the first nigga to say Holly Girl nationwide. So we didn't really care that he wasn't really back there like that or not, whatever. We were just so happy the Fisher was like, we fucking with him. We fucking with Wayne. Just like that. Nigga wasn't tripping like that. And uh, the most beef we probably had in the streets probably BG probably had some Hollywood beef with the little uh, they had a little football kids and shit they were beefing with when they were younger. But them niggas was in school, little high school niggas. They wasn't really beef with the street niggas like that. Nigga played football or something for high school. But nigga, I'm out the streets Hollywood. We ain't playing like that at all in any form or fashion. Gotcha. So, you know, also being from Hollywood. Like you came on, you know, if the know your clap made sure they knew that in both. Yeah. And like, you know, like people if outside of all it don't know if how big of I'm like statement you made because you actually got on a song and represent both West Bank and East Bank. And like you probably the first rapper to ever do that. It was just where I was from. Yeah. I felt like the know your clap was just whacking them rapping where they was from. Right. So I'm gonna rap where I'm from. I'm straight highly grown, you know that. But I'm old school, Fisher Project, like a throwback. First line, that's how I come on that bitch, that's what I felt about the fucking song. I'm gonna rap my fucking hoods. I'm Holly Grove to the death of me, nigga. No, I, I lived in Holly Grove, moved to the Fisher, then moved back to Holly Grove. It wasn't like I was just here or there. But I wasn't going like I forgot about the fucking Fisher. I was really in the Fisher. I learned a lot from the Fisher. I got a lot of fucking friends in that bitch. I got a lot of people I fuck with from over there for real, for real. So I just keep it real across the fucking board. Cause like you know, there was a lot of people who stayed different places, and they don't even want to say, "Oh, I was over there." I stayed there, but I ain't yeah, from there. Yeah. No, man, come on, quit all that bullshit. And you one of the people that like made it on, like I'm, yeah, yeah, I and I'm rocking with both. Yeah, I got partners there. I got niggas I shot marbles with, both of them bitches. Them niggas know me. I went to school. Them people know my real name and shit. Though. I been in the club, <laughs> nigga, call my real. I'm in jail, shit, nigga, call the river, all them fucking uh. Season shit, they call my whole government name. Put back with the school with shit. <laughs> looking around, what the fuck? So, for people who don't know, tell them what's an average day like for you. Ain't no average day. <laughs> I'm on go. Ain't no average day. All day, I gotta be on my grind. I gotta get it. It be different shit every day. Like today, I'm interviewing right now. I might be interviewing. I might. I'm gonna open the shop. Shop popping in the morning from the jump. Shop gonna open. Shop gonna run. I'm gonna run around, make sure the shop full. I'm gonna go do some rap shit. I do some verses, some songs, some hooks, some interviews. I'm going back to do some more shop shit. Then I'm going to do some house shit. Might have to make groceries. I might go home and cook. Then I'm coming back out, do some more rap shit, and go close the shop. I'm just on go mode. Every day living like a motherfucker. Do a little traveling, get the fuck. 
Come back home, get the fuck again. Come back home, get the fuck again. So, if a hip hop just made I'm like 50 years. Boom. Who was the first rapper you ever heard and like actually, I'm like, made you want to pick up a mic? Oh, I don't know. I'm NWA. NWA, that gangster rap shit came? What no boy that friendly buy a backpack shit? Yeah, that fuck that police, I'ma stand on my own shit. Yeah, I got this big job stick in the interview. Yeah, NWA. NWA, turn it up for a nigga. That shit was underground, it wasn't really getting played on the mainstream. NWA wasn't on the radio. You had to have the tape and just know about them niggas. Didn't they try to put that shit on the radio later, cause they were suppressing them niggas moving, but they were killing that shit. That bit was popping. Gotcha. So being skip. <laughs> Did you ever like, you know, in these past few years, you know, like when you became full on like OG status. <laughs> so <laughs> like do you do you actually reach back to like younger artists and like, you know, try to put them on like on your platform? Uh I ain't really platform. I just try to get everybody game. From from the jump, nigga gonna come ask for all kind of shit. What you do? I just try to point him in the right direction. I put him with the right person. I might know. I just try to help a nigga along. Cause that's all nigga really be needing help. I ain't trying to put a nigga under my wing like they be older and nothing like that, nigga. I'm just trying to get in again. My nigga, you need to go fuck with this nigga, cause he better with helping all the development. Or you need to go fuck with this nigga, cause this nigga know how to get your more show book. Or you need to go fuck with this nigga, cause he know how to find better managers for you. I just said, nigga, what need to go? Go fuck with this nigga. He a cheaper video, nigga, nigga. You need more videos. Just get a nigga game on the game. Speaking of artist development, do you think that's one I'm like lost art now? Because like you know, and like record labels don't really sign artists like artists I'm like development anymore. And they ain't developing niggas no more. They want niggas developed already. You definitely gotta develop yourself. You gotta look at all your cues where you need to be at with it. Do I need more presentation? Do I need more appearance? Do I need more lyrics? Do I need more content? You gotta be on your own shit like a motherfucker to make it in this shit. This bitch ain't easy. Well, it just gotta be meant for you, my nigga. I really can't tell nigga what this shit was just meant for me to make it. I had to quit this shit 18 times. Fuck rap. I ain't even sick of this shit. Fuck rap. I'm tired of this shit. Fuck rap. I done said fuck rap a couple of times, my nigga. So, far as you putting out music back in the day versus now, like, what can you say is like the real difference? My reasons for putting out music not different. Back then, I, I was going at the music game, even started rapping, just trying to make the rap money. You know, I say, that's a lot of rap money. I need to get in the game, put out the rap, get the rap money. But after I got a little rap money and shit and finally got the game, I was like turned off to it. But now I just put out music now for the people who love skip shit. Because since I put out the music, I got fans and shit. Like, man, I need to hear that shit with the new shit. Where you at now? Because nigga be a fan of nigga want to know how you develop, where you went to in your game, how your skills came. So I be just doing the music now for the niggas that love skip shit. I throw that shit up for free, damn it, man. Ever had this shit, this music. But this one I met with, if you like my shit, I ain't thought nigga like my shit at first at all. This nigga might not like the shit I be saying. I ain't on the same wavelength as everybody else. I be on some other shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. The first time I heard Know Your Cap, I said he's definitely different from nothing rappers. And when you said, it was like right there on the side there with a the dog do that. I said, I ain't never heard no rappers say that like that. 
Cause they had the fucking studio. Yeah, I, ain't, I wasn't really believing like that. They in the studio rushing. They like, man, we got to do a radio version, radio, radio version. Bleep that shit out there. Come on, that's too many bleeps. Kevin, you just be cursing your fucking ass over that bit. Fuck it, dog shit, dog doodle. Keep it rolling. Boom. <laughs> so you freestyled that whole version. Let it go. Dog doodle, let it dry. I was wrong. I fuck the whole fucking um. Stupid that radio version. Oh. You gotta roll with this. I ain't doing too much thing, and I'm running, I'm smoking. I'm first heard there first season, look at my face. I see. This is a dead look, bitch. <laughs> if you deaf look, <laughs> like, when you hide, when you were saying that. No, if I turn that corner and put that pencil in your face, bitch, you gonna see that's a dead look. That's how he look, too, bitch, right in your fucking face. When I let that bitch go, poof. Yeah, bitch, this is a dead look. Just like me. Hey, you serious? What you rapping? Like? I bought the piss out this stupid ass, this stupid ass shit. <laughs> it's how dead look. So, like, when I meant, like, you know, making music versus now and back in the day, like, you know, everybody won't be a rapper now because it's cheaper and it's, like, less expensive. Like, back in the day, they don't know. A lot of rappers didn't have a music video because videos cost five <laughs> to 20 grand. Also, you had to press out your CDs. You had to get merch. You had to put a whole full marketing behind. Some people used to rap a van with their single on it. <laughs> Just trying to get their message out, but now you got the internet to touch people, man. It's easier now. But is it more effective? It might be easier, but what's the results now? It's saturated now. The whole game with everybody doing that same thing to get to everybody. You still got to do something to stand out now. Now you got to do something extra now. I don't know. Is, you got to figure it out. Right. And also, you know, if a government said they're fifth, well, we would say, you know, the, hey, but the difference from people making music now and, like, back in the day, he said, man, they had some real drug users in New Orleans. Like, they were like, give me some arrow, baby. Oh, yeah, they had all the stuff. It was, like, a little bit more raw, he said. It was, yeah. They just, it'd be father, it'd be father the nigga rap now. A lot of young kids won't be King Vaughn now. They won't kill a nigga and go rap about it, and that's how you think you get on. I don't know. I'm just nigga. Y'all just gotta. I don't know, nigga. You gotta I didn't be good. I think it was gonna trickle down to the I'm like, we a small city. It's not hard to know who and who. Like the police are gonna find you. So it's like you should be trying to get give them no kind of hints if you did do it. It's a, mm, <laughs> King Vaughn did it. And nobody doing it. King, King Vaughn did it, huh? King Vaughn did it. That's all they know. A nigga did it and got away with it. I could do it and get away with it. They made it like that. I could make it like that. That's scary. It's the nigga, if I monkey see monkey do. So, like, you know, and you are a person that's, you know, in the community helping the youth. Like, what's your message I'm like, to the youth? Oh, man. I just want them to be there. I don't want them to be as wild, but I want them still to be them because we were young, we were wild, but... I don't know, just because I'm old, I'm looking at like I just wilder, but I know we did some wild shit too, so I can't try to gauge it. I just want them to be there. I want them to come, they're going to they gonna get, they're going to figure it out. They're going to grow. Ain't going to be young forever. Can't judge them while they're young. They're going to grow and change. They're going to change their fucking ways, but right now, they're just on, off the Richter scale right now. And also, you know, I just saw like somebody make an interview today, like back in the day, you know, every generation was taught different things and every generation had older people telling them. But now like Ain't no OG, but the OGs huh? like try to stay out their way. Ain't no OG in no more. <laughs> it's like, you know, we had like a little more moral respect for like, you know, kids, women and older people. Man, I'm in the store the other night getting the pole boy. I still get my hot side of the pole boy. 
They had the little cat in front of me, boom, here and there, all in their pool bars. They had two more little cats coming to the store. They were picking up their pool bars. They look at each other and just go like, yeah, nigga, what's, man, I got a nigga like, man, you ain't got nothing. The two niggas pull their pistols out. The other nigga come out of this jacket, pull his pistol out. I'm staying my luck, my niggas. I don't know what y'all got going on. But I'm in here. I ain't trying to get y'all crossover. They want y'all that nigga slide right now, my nigga. Well, y'all ain't trying to come see each other in there. I see you just about to call with your family, my nigga. Won't y'all let nigga slide right now, my nigga? Don't even fuck up the spot right now. And go about y'all way again, nigga. Pass the thing, man. Straight OG in that bitch. Cause nigga don't be OG in. Nigga put their fist up and left out that bitch. No problem then. So nigga just need a little more OG in, my nigga. And sometimes people just need somebody to talk to. Boom. Because there's a few times I, like, I think, you know, people could have stopped stuff, but they didn't. And they ain't saying Because nothing. so many people like, man, I ain't getting the people mixed. But if, that's all it need for nigga to say something sometimes. Right. Like, Don't do that. Let them slide, youngster. And nigga, let nigga slide. But, but a lot of times, people, especially, I can't speak of other people's cities, but a lot of beef in our city be over nothing. It be pointless. They don't think. Yeah, I know they don't think it, but they it's just, but we don't, we, they don't have no one to tell them. Yeah, but it's nothing. Like, all their partners be yes men. Now everybody a team, damn, they're trying to be a gang. They don't, you know, it's like, we don't have no one who they really look up to, to tell them like They you. got all these old made-up-ass gang with these little 15, 17 members at the most. You don't go to jail. That gang don't exist in jail. You can run yourself in that bed, my nigga. Believe <laughs> 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 that. Yeah, you can run yourself in that bitch, nigga. They don't feel that way. I just think they live for, like, today, don't think for tomorrow. Man, I got niggas upstate. You got to go upstate, nigga. You get real. Huh? This ain't gold. It's real up there. Plan. That gang ain't up that jail yet, nigga. Gotcha. So being in the music industry for over 20 plus years, tell us what do you hate about it and tell us what do you actually enjoy about it. I hate that they ain't got a union yet for the new rappers. We all know they're always going to be new rappers and new niggas getting signed, new niggas coming up. How they ain't got a union to make sure niggas don't get beat and played on and bad deals? The niggas that made it should have been just put together on a rap union for rappers. Just putting in monthly, weekly for lawyer fees and getting a good game for the next nigga that get signed. He don't get beat, get played, get all kind of fucked over in the game. Because it's mostly, it's mostly black kids that's in, in this shit. Ain't nobody going to look out for none of these black kids. That's kind of crazy, my nigga. But that union of help, the help benefits, they have fucking lawyer fees, will get played on your publisher, and it's just to help the next generation of kids. Unless we're going to just watch the next generation of kids get raped too. And the next one get raped, and the next one get raped. I don't know what kind of game we got. We that stupid. And so what do you actually like enjoy about it? I enjoy the, the money. I enjoy young black niggas get money. I like to see that. Niggas holding money by the ear, niggas in Ferraris and shit. Niggas ain't never been this rich in their life. Nigga, I, my people fucking Black Panthers and shit. Sign people up to vote. People had no damn money, man. People had to boycott the bus. These niggas ain't... These niggas boycott Ferrari around here. They got boycott Benz. They got so much money. Right? Nigga, this is the best time in American life for niggas, man. So, God bless the dead. Our Nixon Hustle actually visit one of y'all before he passed. So, it's how you met him and like, you know, how the relationship came about. I met Nip, I think, he was on the House of Blues tour. I met Nip. He was looking for some weed. You know, I was pumping. He come out of car wash and shit. Nigga sent him through that bitch. That's how I met them. We smoked, jib, hook, connect, boom, we the plug. You like, skip, I heard about Holly Grove. Won't you bring it through Holly Grove? I brought me Holly Grove. My nigga came out with the chopsticks for him. He put it all in the showcase. They were happy as a motherfucker. 
I was like, nigga, that's cool. Boom. I went to LA. I went to his hood. He held a nigga down. I would fuck with him. Nip would just be popping up at the shop and shit. Nigga called me Skip Nip in there. I said, what Nip? Nip just said, Nip been eating a fire pee. I said, that bitch didn't even tell me he was coming. I get over there. I'm like, what, why you calling, nigga, nigga? He said, man, I was on my way from Atlanta going to Houston. I just stopped you, Skip. But that was my fucking dude, man. They killed my dude like that. I think it was really shit. Everybody ain't real like that. So, like, speaking on it, like, you know, just the way how you built, built that, I'm like, relationship with him, like, most people don't know if how important it is to actually build and, like, actually keep one solid. Yeah, probably way more about relationships than money. If you got the relationship, you're going to get the money. And, like, speaking on just how you and, I'm like, Nip roll, like, so many people get the thing of, like, checking in wrong. Like, checking in don't mean you get extorted or something. Checking no. in can be like, I'm checking in with my partner because I, I touched down the city. We didn't have Make to sure. check in nowhere across the country, right. I tell you that. But I would call my nigga if I'm going next city. My nigga, I'm coming there. My nigga, I might need a burner. I'm going to need some weed. We're going to be touching down Saturday. I'm going to call you when I get there. It wasn't checking in to go pay a nigga, nigga. I'm checking in because I'm going to need some shit when I hit your city. <laughs> and, it, and it's supposed to be vice versa, but like, yeah. I think people got it wrong for people. I think it didn't change. Nigga will change all kind of shit. It didn't change checking in so you check in with me, pay me drive or something like that. Nigga, you know. yeah, but I think certain people have to check in. I, like, I think certain Ooh. people always did have to check in. Like, if you ain't like that or somebody, no. or you ain't that type of person, no, I'm about, if you ain't that type of person, a person probably make you check it, but if you a real solid person and you and you got a relationship with people, I don't believe that. You, you know think what? Chance the Rapper checking in with niggas? <laughs> Dude, you think that. Chance the Rapper checking in with niggas? He got to check in. That's bullshit. <laughs> Them country singers, they ain't checking in with niggas. You know what? And we going to go back to the conversation earlier before the interview. Just hire the police, huh? <laughs> Hire the police. Just, just have security. Them niggas talk all that shit. Them niggas ain't shooting no white boys. Them niggas ain't shooting no cops. Get them cops around your neck, you cool. Niggas ain't come around. Nigga ain't pressing them cops. Nigga shoot a nigga. Nigga shoot a nigga all day. Get them nigga come around, chop your niggas. Get them cops and them police around your security. Nigga ain't gonna be scared to shoot them white people. Cause niggas scared of white people like that. I ain't, I ain't scared. I knock all your white people down and everything. I ain't playing none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with that being said, we can go something else. You playing none of y'all. So, like, you know, all the artists, like, if all the OG music artists, or I like start the podcast, you know, things like that. So do you plan on, you know, starting your own podcast? I got a podcast. Okay. Chicken and Watermelon Podcast. That's how that came about. It's uh cause we always me and my cousin and my partner, my, my partner Hashim, my cousin. I mean my cousin Hashim, me and my partner too, and my partner Ryan. We do the podcast cause we always got topics we be debating all day long. And that's the premise of our podcast is we always in deep thought about every kind of deep subject they got going on and we like people love our views we just shoot our podcast and we just talk about current events on there we ain't really got no hood events enough we talking about more political worldwide events uh, citywide events how to benefit people how to help people so actually with that being said seeing that new orleans is like in a state of growth as well as far as entrepreneur fashion and music what do you think we have to do to grow as an entire city with crime and like helping these kids get a like? We gotta get. They gotta care. We gotta get somebody to care more than just about the money. They gotta want to care about the growth to have actual growth. Like I think would help with uh, other states. Too. We gotta have like it can't be about the money. We need some leadership that's really not. We need some rich leaders. We need some billionaire leaders. 
A billionaire lead ain't gonna be trying to get bought. He gonna be really be trying to commit it to doing a job and get making growth happen and shit like that. But if we got the pro and broke leaders, they might have to need the dollars to survive, really. But if we get more richer leaders, it'll be probably different then. Cause then they have richer friends can make more shit move and more shit to pull. Cause we need more we need more growth in the East for sure. They just abandon the East, what I don't even understand. It's a whole developed city already. How why would y'all do abandon that? Y'all should be pushing for more development out there. They like there's no crime out there and they just gave up on it. That don't even make no sense there either. Yeah, it's very hard. But hopefully something changed. They gotta push. I think they should've just put I think they should put the state trooper uh office like they got the state trooper central, they got it on Williams now. It used to be on veterans at Troop B. They should move it again and put it on uh Reed. Right there. And you get more police present in the East and that would be a start to helping curb the crime in the East, but they, I don't know. But if you can move it, why you just don't move it down? All the police cars, all the police traffic gonna have to curb something. Cause I was watching the news and just listening to people talk. They really think they got an interstate serial killer, but they don't really, you know, they really in New Orleans but they just think they got serial killers. But listen, no, they're not, they ain't shooting on uh, I-10 Causeway. They ain't shooting that fucking, uh, on the West Bank Expressway. You know what they're shooting at. <laughs> The police station on Reed. <laughs> they ain't gonna do it Stop all the, all the police gonna be on that video and catch what you're doing. Yeah, we just, you know, we gotta have more police presence. But the thing is, you know, it's it's sad, but it happens in like smaller black cities. Like, they always have um actually people in politics that's very corrupt who ain't trying to spend no money, extra money. Man, on we done had bad parts of towns everywhere. And all they come to is gentrification to clean all it up every time. So you mean to tell me you can't clean these? Y'all bullshit. But they clean these up. Y'all want it like if that, right? If you know they coming back to clean these up? If you know they coming back to They ain't got enough money to come back uptown. Uptown and price them out. Oh. <laughs> I said they coming back to Holly Grove. Uh, Holly Grove and price them out. Oh. Man, them houses were $20,000. Now they're going for $350,000. And they priced them out. They didn't, they want to gentrificate all that. Y'all got to go somewhere else. They're going to be a slide out. No plans. It'll be a safe slamming, yeah? Say slamming it. Say slamming, they gonna slam them. Say slamming. A lot of people don't know that the nickname was Say Slamming. Say slamming, they gonna slam them. Say slamming, they gonna show you. So, like, you know, I wanna hear this. Like, what's the craziest story you have being on the road? Oh, I got a mean crazy story. <laughs> a mean of them. I got too loaded one day. Fuck around with Kango and my nigga. We in LA. We going for the Vibe Awards. My nigga Buki in L.A. Shout out to Buki. He in L.A. He from Gertown. He in L.A. I called him to come through and just chip it with a nigga. He come through showing gifts. He didn't come through with like a whole pint of lean, ounce of weed. Uh, it's 8 in the morning. I tell Buki right then. Buki, I don't need all this weed in here but the dick. What am I going to do with the pint of lean? That's too much. You can take it back. Kango. Kango Slim. Part of the crime. Skip no. We going to drink it. Fuck it. We going to drink it. Boom. We roll up. We go to breakfast. I come out where I get a fucking cream, 16-ounce cream soda. I done pulled the cap off, pour some of them to try to pour up. I ain't measured. I done put damn near four in this 16-ounce, nigga. That bit turned black. The cream soda turned jack black. I drunk that bit, no problem. Fuck, I been drinking. I'm cool. I'm feeling good. We smoking all day. Boom. That was that morning. About 5 o'clock, we going to get ready for the awards. Go to my room. Got the free little minute ball. Might well pour me up a drink. I'm in the mood. Nigga, I done hit the Hennessy. Doof. Boy, that bitch, the activated. The room done start spinning now. 
Ah, I'm with the spinning. I come out that bitch, I ain't about to miss the walls. I come out that bitch holding on the wall, coming down the wall to get to the fucking arms. I'm just gonna get, I'm going to fucking the walls. I ain't missing the walls. We nominated. I'm not missing this shit. I get downstairs, I see the limo. I felt like I crawled to the limo. I get the limo, I just sit in that bitch like I'm gonna be in this bitch, but I'm cool. Bitches, I made it. I'm going to the show. I just hear a nigga beating on the window. Skip! Man, Skip, wake up, nigga, trying to holler at you, man. What you doing that bitch tripping? I'm in that bitch's days. I can hear him, but I can't see him because my eyes ain't open. Man, we pull off and say, Skip, why the fuck you was in that tripping? That was Kanye West trying to holler at you, nigga. You wouldn't even get out the limo for the man. Bitch, I don't know. I'm dead. I'm done. I'm through. I done missed the whole Kanye plug. You could have had your plug. Oh, I done missed the whole Kanye <laughs> plug and everything. I done fucked that one all up. Leave them drugs alone. Hey, but do you, hey, you actually regret that taking all that stuff? I shouldn't have fucked with that. Hey. Lean is a hell of a drug. I shouldn't have fucked with that lean. I'd have had the whole Kanye plug around this bitch. Hey, so did you try lean after that? I, I left that lean alone. <laughs> I came back to the hotel and drew the lean all off the bell. Okay, fuck that lean. Man, bitch, tripping too low. I done dozed off, man, and missed all the walls. I done fucked up all that night. And so when you said you was thought about crawling to the limo, I thought about I don't the know movie. How I, 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 I thought about the movie. It, but I'm like, Wolf of Wall Street? Like, Wolf of Wall Street? That's how I felt I got to the limo. <laughs> I was fucked up like that on that bitch. I should have fucked with that shit. straight, but he really wrecked his cut. I should have fucked with that shit that night, yeah, boy. Gotcha. So, tell us. I'm like, what's next for you? Like, I'm on the sky's the limit. I'm on all kind of adventures. Right now, you know I'm pushing the chicken and watermelon at my restaurant. Boom, shouts out. You've been to any one of the establishments. I thank y'all. God bless. I thank y'all. I, I went by support. Thank y'all for supporting me, man. For real, real, real. Y'all know how it's going down. 5P fries and a drink. 5.95. Four days out of the week. Best deal in town. I don't care if you went to the uptown, downtown, one eight. That don't matter. Thank you. Boom. I'm about to start doing festivals and stuff, too, and then branch out. I might branch out the franchise and selling franchises across the nation and shit. But that's still early steps in that stage. We don't come over. Oh. And also, last but not least, tell the world actually, I mean, what can they find you on social media and just everywhere? UTP Skip, man. Instagram, Facebook, UTP Skip, boom. If you're in New Orleans, 3400 South Clip, boom. Y'all know where I'm at. Boom. Chicken and watermelon, skipping it. Mm, gotta love you. <laughs> All right, we done. Boom.